One guest, 10 songs, 10 reasons. Music was my first love on Radio Glamorgan. My guest today is, well, someone who Kelly Marlowe, Youth Volunteer Project Manager, describes as basically a Wonder Woman. Michelle Fowler is the Volunteering Service Manager at Cardiff and Vale UHB and manages the voluntary services who recruit volunteers in various roles throughout the health board. She's responsible for the strategic development of voluntary services and now that the team has grown from one to five, she does a lot more of the behind the scenes hidden work. Michelle Fowler, as we'll discuss later, is a very loyal supporter of Hospital Radio Glamorgan. We'll hear from Michelle after her first choice, which is If I Ain't Got You from Dave. Some people live for the fortune Some people live just for the fame Lovely to meet you at last, Michelle. How are you? I'm fine, thank you, Andrew. Lovely to meet you Good. today. And thank you for finding time uh, for us in what must be a very busy schedule. Yes, it is. This start of the academic year is always a really busy period for us um, because all the students are back that have supported us, whether they're in college or universities. So last week we inducted our first 125 students from wow. Cardiff Pharmacy uh, school pharmacy yeah. so they're the first year pharmacist so we're in the process now of getting them started over the next few weeks so i'm i'm lucky you did find the time yeah. then yeah. yes uh you're very welcome to this edition of music with my first love so who is dana dana's my daughter ah. uh, yeah she's my daughter my youngest i've got three children a son who's 32 uh, my eldest daughter 29 and my youngest is dana 22 who's a singer finished her uh, degree uh, 12 months ago um, she did uh, voice and musical theatre but has since decided to go into nursing so she's just started a nursing degree oh, at Cardiff University okay. last <laughs> week so another welcome addition to the Casmanville Health Board staff group. Is she walking away from, from singing or is it still? No she still loves singing but I think it's her passion of being on the stage is gone and she just wants to sing and not, not perform but she's always been a very caring young lady. My eldest daughter is in adult psychiatry and I think she just wanted to she wanted to nurse many years ago and I think she just decided she'll go into that and she's studying mental health nursing. So there's a running theme in the yeah, in the family. Yeah. Tell me about the role of a volunteering service manager and how you became involved. Well this post came into being in 2010, there was never a volunteer service manager in place prior to that. So my role was funded through the health charities, so through charitable funds for the first uh, five years, to look at volunteering and to build on it, develop projects, work with staff members and to take a framework, so a volunteer, a volunteer policy framework, operational procedures, so start things off. Um, and that's where I started. And when I started the hospital radio was here then yeah. and also through hospital radio Glamorgan and Rookwood Sound. And we had League of Friends supporting us meet and greet here. So there was a very small number of volunteers, but there was nobody who overall managed volunteering within the health board. And I think it was an ever growing agenda. Um, across all NHS organisations and it was about how volunteers could support and enhance patient experience through undertaking roles, for example, 
befriending roles, activities, so that's sitting, doing painting, reading, musicians coming in, meet and greet, uh, patient feedback, sitting with patients, getting feedback on their experience whilst they've been here. So we was looking at what we had, putting in governance um, and processes in place to start with and then building on it from then. So we was working with staff members then to see what their requirements for volunteers would be. But I do have a really good working relationship with our staff side representatives, which are our union representatives in the health board, because it's very important that everybody understands that volunteers are not there to replace the roles of paid staff members or undertake the duties of staff members, but they're simply to enhance patient experience through being able to give that little bit extra back where staff are not able to sit for an hour chatting to a patient or sit for an hour and read them a book or a newspaper or go in the day room when they're so volunteer supporting in the day just room. Just sit with them. Just sit with them, a cup of tea, a biscuit and just enjoying each other's company. So it's, it's the difference that can make to somebody. And has the role developed oh, over very, the years? Very much so because the request for volunteering has just grown year on year on year. But we have, we, we, we're currently supporting volunteers from age 13 and above. And my eldest volunteer was a vol well, she wasn't one of mine, but she was part of the Royal Volunteer Service, um, who I support and work in partnership with. And she was just before her 100th birthday. Oh. Yeah, and sadly she passed, she passed away just before her birthday. But it, the age range is fast, so there's no age when you, you can or can't volunteer yeah. as long as you've got the heart and you're willing and you're well enough to do it. You know, the opportunities are there. But where I've recently, the team has grown up until last November, it was just myself. And we've since taken on Kelly Marlow, who's our youth volunteer manager, and she's working with youngsters from 13 and above. Um, the volunteers on our who actually physically coming onto our wards at age 17 and above, but Kelly's working with younger ones as youth execs. So they work with her in the development of youth volunteering. So they give feedback on. So it's done a lot remotely and then with small group meetings with Kelly. Um, if she's pulling together leaflets or she's looking at developing opportunities, this little youth exec group, they're the voice of the young people. So they say, oh, well, that won't work, or they suggest things which we may not be in tune with at, at my age, more, more so than like a 16, 17-year-old would be. So Kelly's working um, with anyone up until the age of 25. And I've recently taken on board the um, volunteer manager for mental health services. So we're all, we all come and sit within the same team now. So there's myself and then we've got Kelly Marlowe and Helena Robertson-Reed, who's working quite closely with our mental health services and developing opportunities and working on current opportunities with them. And um, we've got some admin support as well which we're very, very grateful So it's for. ever growing? Oh, yeah, year on year. The numbers are, are in it, well in excess of 600. For example, the pharmacy students, which we started last week, they were 125. Kelly's working with Cardiff Medical School. We've got Cardiff Mavale College. We've got local schools that Kelly's getting involved with, digital communities, which is um, uh, funded through Welsh Government to... And Kelly's trained with digital communities now, so she can deliver the training to our volunteers to roll it out on the wards. So that's volunteers that will go out and show people how to use iPads, iPhones, VR equipment, or to their shopping online, you know, uh, Skype. So that people 
elderly people whose family may have moved away. They're shown how they can Skype or FaceTime their family members. And so, it's, it's bringing them out to modern technology. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, and giving them that contact because isolation is one of the, the largest um, problems with, with our older population. Because families move away now, they don't stay within the community no. setting. So isolation and loneliness is huge. So anything we can do to help in combating that, whether that's teaching people whilst they're in the hospital environment, um, or, or our volunteers just sitting and chatting with somebody. Because sometimes, even though you're in a hospital environment which is really busy, it can still be a lonely place because the nurses and the staff are all running around doing their, their duty. So... It's nice to have somebody who can sit and just give you that yeah. time. Your um, second choice, quite rightly, is another recording from Dana. Tell me about You Should Be Mine. Oh, right. The, this is, these are some of Dana's favourite songs. So she's been recorded. These are just two of many songs that she's recorded. We, we re- refer to Dana as Little Babs because she's <laughs> abs- she can sing Barbara Streisand songs absolutely brilliantly um but when i uh, i love listening to all of the any song that dana sings i just love hearing her voice the house comes alive when she's there because as long as i can hear her singing i know she's happy yeah so whether that's in the shower in a bedroom or she's walking around the house so any opportunity i get i always say sing me a song (laughs) so she's she's constantly singing so i i said just just give me a couple of songs that you really like just to take along with me today because i could sit and i could have put a whole 10 songs (laughs) of Dana's on today but I I thought there's a couple of other ones in there that um, are personal to me as well She's imperfect but she tries She is good but she lies She is hard on herself You must be one very proud mum I am, I'm very very proud of her Yeah, she's a darling of a young woman she's not a little girl anymore i'm sure she'll do well in whatever she decides to do moving forward in it with her life have you always been a music lover i'm not very good at remembering the names of artists <laughs> but i love listening to music i always love dancing but i think well i've got such a busy life work and at home that i think sometimes you, the things that you really enjoy doing they tend to be neglected yeah so i one of the presents i have asked for this year is a, a new radio out the kitchen or an Alexa or something so that I can start playing the music again. Now there's my eldest have left home, it's only the three of us at home so I have more time on my own to listen to music. I'm thrilled about your next couple of choices as I am a massive Luther Van Dross fan. I was lucky enough to see him 32 years ago at Wembley Arena and your third choice is a cover of Heat Waves Always and Forever. Yeah. And that was the song, our wedding song. Mine and my oh. husband's wedding song, so that's the reason why this is one of my choices. We touched on this before, but how many volunteers do you look after? Oh, we've got well in excess of 600 volunteers. Uh, we've got our third sector organisations, our charitable organisations, our health board volunteers. And they're across every site, so you've got them at UHW, Landoc, St David's, Rookwood and Barry. So they're across all our health boards. And there's a, they have a variety of roles. You spoke before about 
just yeah. sitting and watching rugby yeah. with them. But yeah, well, we've got our befriending roles, which are the companionship roles. We've got volunteers that come in and specifically deliver activity sessions. So they could be art and craft, knit and natter. It could be patient feedback volunteers that come in and sit in, because we have feedback questionnaires, which all wards across the health board and areas have to complete on a monthly basis. Our volunteers sit with patients to get their feedback. There's no, there's impartiality then because they're not speaking to mm. a staff member. They, you know, patients feel that they can be a little bit more open. So volunteers support with that. We have our meet and greet volunteers. We have our volunteers that support at our information centres, which we have the Macmillan Information Centre at the Heath Hospital, one at the University Hospital and Dock, and one at Barry Hospital. We have volunteers that support with... There's so many, I'm just trying to reel them all off. Does, you does know? it end when they leave the hospital or is there any home visiting for a short while? We don't do any home visiting. There are a lot of third sector organisations like Age Cymru that mm-hmm. do a lot of the home visiting for six weeks after, you know, following discharge. Uh, I am starting to work with certain community staff members in developing opportunities at the moment the only role that we've got up and running from a health board perspective for volunteers are with the feedback and we're supporting district nurses with that but the there is the plan rolling out in the future is we will be doing more um most support within the community we do have health board volunteers that support with peer support groups that support in the community so our neurological peer support group um, through the stroke rehabilitation center some of the uh, ex-service users from stroke they come and support as peer support volunteers there's the education program for patients which uh, deliver programs for patients with chronic illness and they support their volunteers that support we have breastfeeding peer support volunteers that support in the community groups that have gone through uh, training with our breastfeeding coordinators. Uh, and then we have our RVS trolley service, a little shop service. We have our the hospital radio service. We have our hospital chaplaincy volunteers. It's an amazing, yeah, uh, yeah, and it yeah. must be, it can't be the easiest thing in the world to manage. No, no, it's, it's <laughs> managing volunteers is the same as, as, as supporting staff members yeah. because everybody's individual and they're coming through the goodwill of their own heart to come along and support. We get a lot of volunteers that are coming not just because they want to support but because especially the younger ones they want to develop they want to develop good you know future communication skills and understanding of a hospital environment we have a lot of the youngsters who are our future staff members so they come in and volunteer so they get an awareness of that um and the youngsters are absolutely brilliant but they're only with us for an academic year so the turnover we're dealing with hundreds on an annual basis because they come with come to us at the beginning of the year they're gone from us at the end of the academic year so it is very much a very quick turnaround Mm. let's go back to the music always and forever was towards the latter part of uh, luther's recording career so let's go back to the very beginning for your next choice and never too much a really yeah. great song yeah it's the, i just used to love dancing to this <laughs> <laughs> in the day when we were out you'd be at the disco the, one of my favorite songs this is to get up and dance to we were talking off air uh when always and forever was playing just of 
voice of oh, effortless, yes, as you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just could watch Luther Vandross sing all day long. His his voice is absolutely beautiful, and as I said, effortless. You yeah. know, it doesn't even look as he's never strains with any note that he plays. No. You could just watch him forever. So one of my favourite artists is Luther. Your next choice, Michelle, is um, a regularly played track on Radio Glamorgan, uh, Young Hearts Run Free from the legendary Candy Statton. A big favourite of yours, this track? Yeah, I just really enjoyed this song. And I think it's Young Hearts Run Free. My husband's the ever-eternal young person says he'll never grow up. Uh, (laughs) So I think uh, listening to this song, uh, he really enjoys it. But as a family, it's something we all know all the words to... um, when we're all together, is and if this pops up, it's like a little, little mini karaoke in the family Sounds household. Sounds like fun in your house. Yes. Radio Glamorgan. That's one of my favourite songs that my youngest daughter Dana used to sing while she was in university studying uh, voice and musical theatre. When she was out, if this song ever came on, we always uh, used to sing it together. So she would uh, Snapchat or FaceTime me singing the song, You and Me, um, We've Got History. So she used to send that to me from university whenever she was out socialising with a a small group of friends. So it's a song that I, you know, really hold dearly to my heart. It's yours and hers. Yes, yeah. Having not met you before today, I've done a lot of asking questions as part of my research. And the one thing that has come out, especially from the likes of uh, our former chair, Claire Sinclair, and current chair, Jamie Pritchard, is that you've always been extremely supportive of Radio Glamorgan and always helped our cause where you can. So from where you sit, how important to the hospital is RG and its volunteers? Radio Glamorgan, I think, is integral to the health board. You've been around for well over 50 years, just bringing a little bit of happiness to the patients of the hospital whether they're sat outside listening or whether it's at the bedside i know we don't have hospedia anymore which was a service which had the bedside headphones but i think just getting your message out through the social media and through the social you know the social networks is really important you're a wonderful group of volunteers and i had a lovely relationship with John Wills, who sadly yeah. passed away, what a lovely, lovely gentleman he was. And I should imagine it's, it's sad, was sad for me to see him, you know, pass away. Mm. But for you as a team, I never had the pleasure. Oh, he was a lovely, lovely young, young, <laughs> young at heart, <laughs> um, young gentleman, I yes. should say. And I used to see uh, John in Tesco's as well because he used to work in Tesco's yeah. at Penarth. So I used to catch up with him at the checkouts as well. Um, so he was very much a sad loss. But as a group of people who support, you know, totally support the hospital by providing such, you know, music to our patients, to our visitors, to staff members. Uh, Just listen, just being here now for the last 45 minutes, I can feel my spirits uplifted so much just by listening to some lovely music. And music can be such a powerful thing. It's like reading to somebody music 
can open up so many memories course, for yeah. individuals. So, no, I think as as hospital radio Glamorgan, wonderful service. Long may it continue, and I hope to see your volunteering group grow and grow as years go by. Tell us about your next choice from Lisa Stansfield. My son's 32 now, but when he was very, very small, he spoke very early, very young, but he was very quick at picking up speech. And for some reason, he liked this song by Lisa Stansfield and knew it word by word at the age of two. Wow. And he used to sit in the back of the car, and if he came on the radio in this little car seat, and then he'd start singing. And every time I hear it, I, it, it just brings back... 30 years ago, to that little blonde boy sat in the back of the car singing his lungs out to being around the world. Now, you just told me that your son, who at the age of two, uh, was singing that, has, has recently become a father. Yes, uh, no, second time. Second time. Second, yeah. Well, he's going to have to get both of them uh, singing that. Yeah, little Ava's three, well, three in December. And little Harry was born six weeks ago. Wow. Six well, weeks today. Got to get them singing yeah. that track. Yeah. If anyone is listening wants to become a volunteer with the Health Board, Michelle, how do they go about it? Um, all they need to do, if they look on the Cardiff and Vale University Health Board website and click in volunteering, that will take you straight to our volunteering page. And on that page, you will see everything you need to know, really, about looking to volunteer, whether that's your, whether you're a young person. Our youth volunteering page is on there. Mental health service opportunities are on there and all our general contact details, email, telephone, everything you need to know. Information on the recruitment process and what, you know, the expectations of when you're volunteering um, and the process that we go through. So everything's there for you. It's one-stop shop. Your eighth choice... Uh, on this edition of Music of My First Love is a living legend um, and a combination of singer and songwriter that that really is a match made in heaven. Barbara Streisand duetting with Barry Gibb and, and written by the Brothers Gibb, a, a winning formula. Yeah, um, Barbara Streisand is another one of my favourite artists, but I, I loved all her old movies as well. I love watching an old Babs movie. Um, and Where Our Daughter Sings she's been brought up on all the older music and Barbara Streisand songs were some of her favourite songs which she's got a very, very powerful voice which I wish I would have put one of them on here for you to hear, you know, for you for you to listen to today. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I want Barbara Streisand on. Um, it's a firm family favourite. All the Barbara Streisand songs are firm family favourite. I think it's just pay tribute to his have one of them on my top 10 excellent Michelle, your ninth choice uh, is one of the biggest stars in the world, singer, songwriter, actor, dancer, record producer, Justin Timberlake, and a track from 2016, which, listen to this, reached number one in 31 countries and top three in 46 countries. What can you tell me about Can't Stop the Feeling? This is from the movie Trolls. My two daughters, Alana and Dana, were massive movie fans especially ones which is which have got a lot of music in and we've watched this film together and it's we just can't stop dancing and when this starts the three of us we just 
get up, get dancing, get singing. No matter where we are, we just absolutely love this this song. And it's one of the songs that we used to play regularly when we were taking Dana back to university on a three and a half hour trip. So it used to lift our spirits and just get us all happy and singing. Uh, so it's one of mine and my two girls' favourite songs. Michelle, your 10th and final choice is from the musical based on the book and movie The Colour Purple, and I'm here. Have you seen the musical? No, I haven't seen the musical, but where my daughter was studying musical theatre, they were running through a performance of The Colour Purple and a lot of the songs she was learning. And this is one of the songs that she sent me a video of um, which she took of herself out the kitchen in a university accommodation. So um, it's a lovely song. I didn't realise at that time that there was a musical. I didn't until I had your list through. Yeah, but a beautiful song. Your rollers with volunteering must be incredibly satisfying. It is. It's very satisfying. It's a, it's a lovely job. Um, I enjoy every moment of it. I've been with the NHS th- coming up 36 years in this post for nine years. Um, and uh, I absolutely love it. I love the people I meet every day. You you meet and speak to different people on a daily basis. Uh, you never know who's going to call, who's going to apply. Um, you meet anyone from a very young age up to a very senior age. Everybody's got something to give. Everybody's got something to bring. And there's always an opportunity for everybody. I think everybody's got something Um that's, that's precious that can be shared with everyone, whether that's an ability to talk to people or an ability to just sit and listen to somebody. So, no, for me, it's a very fulfilling role. Thank you so much for coming in. And thank you for inviting me. Pleasure. It's been great. Brilliant. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm pleased. So have I. Thanks, thank Michelle. You. listening to Music Was My First Love on Radio Glamorgan, where volunteering service manager Michelle Fowler has been choosing ten of her favourite tracks. I'm Andrew Wolfe and join me again soon when a Radio Glamorgan volunteer chooses their favourite tracks on another edition of Music Was My First Love. Music of the future